places in five. And hello, welcome to this episode of Places in Five. Places in Five. Places in Five with the one and only Fishman and Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello, How are you today? Fishman. I'm good. How are you? How are you? A friend of mine always says that. Well, with joke, we'll go. People at the gym will go, hey, honey, how are you? I'm good. How are the kids? How are you? <laughs> you know, one of those very New York-y kind of things. Well, you do. You have a lot of New Yorkers where you live in New York. Well, that's that's what that's what's here. Yeah, pretty much. And you, yeah, uh, all those characters. Yeah, we got a lot of them, and you do out there in Cali. Um, but anyway, so I I wanted to mention to you. So it's very funny because about so it's, uh, talking about theater and and such and the business, um, uh, superstitions right in the theater. Yeah, Joe it was so funny. I think we were there was somebody saying some kind of expression the other night on tv and he goes oh what's that and i went that's a theater thing you don't know that how do you not mean something like break a leg um it wasn't break a leg i think it was the ghost light for example like we were watching um morgan freeman and the story of god which is by the way awesome okay and he um he's standing on a theater stage and there's the ghost light and talking about how they don't want spirits to there always has to be a light on in the theater to keep the spirits away and he was like oh I didn't know that's why the ghost, ghost light was there. And I went, what kind of training have you had? And I was you know, <laughs> teasing him about like the, the theater stuff. And then the whole, you know, you can't uh, say the the name of that particular Shakespearean play. Right. In the theater. Are we not allowed to say it on a podcast? I I think we can. Because I'm not in the theater right now. I mean, I guess that's wherever right. I am could be perceived as being a theater because it's me performing. But that's right. But now that you did that, now that you're steeping it in mystery, I feel like I can't say it. I'm going to get struck down by lightning. No, there's no lightning happening. Go for yeah. it. Well, I have that whole thing going on right now. You know, it's Passover this weekend. That's right. And this is the first Passover, I think, in my life that I'm not going to be at a Seder dinner. I'm going to actually be performing stand-up on Passover, and I've never done that. I love it. And because it. of my upbringing, it's a bit feels a bit sacrilegious, and I feel like lightning is going to strike me. Mm-mm. And it makes me think of the whole, because Passover is the whole slaying of the firstborn. And, mm. and I'm thinking, you know, and, and I'm not really a practicing Jew anymore. So I'm, I may not be covered by the whole Passover clause thing of the angel of death. So if there's a reenactment this Passover of the killing of the firstborn, but they pass over the Jews, I could get hit oh. because I'll be out there performing. I won't look like a Jew to the angel of death because oh. I'll be working. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm susceptible I'm a little nervous oh. to be performing on Passover. But anyway, I digress. You I have to exactly use that in your stand-up. It is. I just tried it on you. Thank you oh, so much. Okay. I, I like that because some of us don't really remember, those who us who are Christian don't really always remember that lovely story or not lovely right. story of Passover. Yes. So it's a good reminder to us, um, you know, what it's all yeah, about. That's my opener. That's my, that's my right. opener. Because well, get on stage. to me, it's yes. all about the Easter bunny, frankly. And um, I don't understand the, so here it's all about a guy gets killed. They crucify him. He hangs on a cross. They take his dead body to a cave. He survives miraculously. Well, and there's a whole holiday about he it. He doesn't and then survive. You get to a he bunny resurrects. 
he resurrects. resurrects. Fine, whatever. He comes back but, from the dead, so and then he dies. Yes. Okay. And and the what bunnies escorted him out of? They found I, the the light out of the cave. I, it was the bunny rabbits that saved him. Like, what's the bunny uh, thing? We need to find out. I don't understand. It's not like a it's not a pretty to find out. Thing, thing, is it? To know this, it's isn't it's you're the Easter celebrator in your I life. Know. I know. And and all because what happens is kids suddenly think, oh, it's all about candy, and it has nothing to do with candy. For well, it's God's the same sakes. thing. That, Christmas, right? Jesus is born and then you get Santa. I mean, it's just, they don't, it's amazing the progression well, yeah. because religion is really uninteresting to people and you gotta, you gotta keep people active. It's money. So you gotta introduce things. It's commerce. Yeah. Yep. So that's a good question. Where did the Easter bunny come from? Um, either way, it's absolutely silly, but as a kid, yeah. you know, it's, it's awesome. Right. And I, and I must say that I have, uh, always thought of Easter as one of my favorite holidays. Oh, tell me why. And I'll tell you why. A, um, well, there's probably a few reasons. A, because it's spring, mm. you know, the rebirth yeah. kind of, it's a great time of year. I get that. Um, and I think growing up in the church, because I was, I spent a lot of time in the church as an Episcopal child, um, and that um, it, it always felt beautiful because it was about resurrection and it was about rebirth and um the joy you know what i mean it was all the sadness preceding it um him being crucified jesus being crucified and then the rebirth and and the joy and and the happiness there and i think that's the beautiful message that's nice if we're gonna go down that road but um so so it always just and because it wasn't just like Christmas, all about tons of presents and this and that and the pressure, it's just a beautiful holiday to celebrate with, wow. with your family. I didn't, I never would have associated it with the beauty. I mean, I, I like yeah. it for the chocolate covered, those Cadbury eggs this oh. time of year. Oh my God. I don't eat those. Holiday. I How like the, the chocolate peeps? part, the stuff, the peeps. I'm not a big marshmallow fan yeah. but i get that people love the peeps yes well when i ki- when i was a kid i did but now it's like it's a pure sugar bomb yes you know and i'm sure it's poisonous i'm sure there's absolutely some death stuff in there okay so i'm seeing here on my phone it says according to some sources the easter bunny first arrived in america in the 1700s oh hmm. okay with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare called Osterhaus <laughs> or Osterhaus. Their children made nests in which this creature could lay its colored eggs. Now, uh-huh. I don't know if that's true, but there you go. See, it's almost like last time when we found out about animal names and groups of animals. Yes, right. So we keep we learning things on this podcast. It's very educational. I, I think that's interesting. True. So the Germans are also responsible for Saint Nicholas, that's right? right. Nickel and the whole um, Santa thing. So that's the Germans right. have really added Creative. so much to the commercialization of Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're making it all up. Yep origin of the Easter bunny, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's really kind of silly, but anyway, so getting back to the point is that you are going to do comedy on, uh, Passover. That's awesome. And I am going to uh, join the family on Easter Sunday and, uh, it's going to be good, but, oh, I can't wait to hear about your comedy set and you will not get struck by anything. There's no plague coming around. You don't think? I don't think so. And if it does, you know what? Then maybe that was your time. That's true. I accept that. Yep. I totally accept that. That's it. 
Um, yeah. That's the way it goes. Bonnie, you don't have to do any of that stuff. You don't have to do all those family obligations, yes. Fishman. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Really nice. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep, because that's wait, it's a few days, right? It's two. It's Starting two days. Um, the, well, he, in the in in the United States of America, Passover is celebrated um, as the first two days of the holy days, and there are two. There's a first night and a second night Seder night. You know, and I say that because mm-hmm. in Israel they only celebrate the first night, and the reason they do two nights outside of Israel is because the Jews are like, well, we want to make sure we're doing it at the right time of day to cover when Israel does it. So they decided mm. to add a second day. That way they were covered like mm. typical Jews, like Very. worried about it. And instead of using, you know, using common sense to go, okay, well, if it's the, if you really gave a shit, then it's like, okay, if you wanted to be eating dinner at the same time at seven o'clock when they're having dinner in Israel, then do the math and, and go ahead and eat it for breakfast and have your Seder dinner and breakfast rather than nighttime. I mean, it's not rocket science, but, you know. I like it. Uh, we want right. to make it a big deal and all that. But the food's not good, right? There's a whole bunch well, of matzo f- stuff I, going you know, on. If you're not, it's a, there's a lot of carbs. And what happens is if you're, if as we were, we were uh, I was raised Orthodox, and Orthodox Jews are crazy because, I mean, the idea of the holiday is that you're supposed to do without any leavened products because the whole idea was the Jews had to leave Egypt so quickly, you know, because Pharaoh got so upset. I mean, they killed his first, you know, God killed his firstborn. And at that point, Mm. after all the plagues, he was so frustrated. He was just like, get the hell out of here, you Jews. You've overstayed your welcome. I can't see you anymore. So they left and they, and when they got the thumbs up to go, they ran out quickly. So they didn't have time to let their dough rise. That's so that's right. where the I flat bread that. comes from. So now the mm. now the Jews extrapolated on that and said, well, in the spirit of the holiday, let's eliminate all bread from all of the food that we eat for eight days. So mm. then, so now people go crazy. They're like, well, we can't eat real bread. So we're going to eat fake bread products for, and so mm. that makes the food become like the commercial. Sounds like Atkins. It, yeah, but it's got a lot of like sugar <laughs> added into it and salt and, and, and I if know. you eat just lots of fruits and vegetables, you're fine, you know? It's tradition. It's tradition. But I just grew, grew up in a house where- Tradition. Tradition. We tried to find a safe way to make cakes and eat candy. And it was just, it was not a healthy time. But now people are, you know, more enlightened and aware about good eating. So it's, you don't really have to take a hit with good food anymore you just uh if you if you're desperate to have a a wonderful cake over passover well then you're gonna get screwed but mm. i don't eat cake any other time of the year so it's not like all of a sudden on passover i'm like oh my god i gotta get a kosher for a passover cake right do they have that thing do they have that oh yeah, oh, yeah they do oh yes there's big money to be made in the in the kosher for passover food and then there's that whole por- portion of your supermarket that gets now taken over with it that's true um with not only the matzahs, but all the, the canned goods. and the... there's, kosher, there's kosher Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's got a different cap color. That's right. It's all about making money. So, you know, Passover, like any other religious holidays, become that opportunity, too, for people to make money on it. And big daddy dollars. Yep, the commerce. But I don't part... I just, I just sit in judgment of it. I don't participate. So that doesn't make me very enlightened okay. and very nice. Okay. Right, because you're going to get struck down as you do your stand-up. Um, Probably will. Yes, so, could happen. Wait a minute. How did that 
uh, how where'd the uh, superstition come into play here from the theater? I was talking about the superstition of the theater. So talking about being struck by lightning, perhaps, was the thing oh, that touched me off. I don't remember. Because we were talking about the ghost light, and you were saying, uh, asking the question, how much training oh, the theater oh, could no, one have the name if of they the didn't play. That shall oh, remain God. nameless. So, right, nameless. Right, he shall be nameless. No. Oh. We could say Macbeth. Oh, it's yeah. Macbeth. Let's say it. Everybody say it. Macbeth. Everybody say it with us. Macbeth. I, Macbeth. It's Macbeth. Macbeth. It's a great play. It's actually one of Shakespeare's best plays. What a, this two, two solid flesh. It's very good. I agree. I really like that play. Yeah, it's good. It's got good, a whole bunch of like intrigue. Yeah, and and so so we were thinking about the, all the superstitions of uh, the theater. From yeah, Mac, you can't say Macbeth inside the theater. You can't whistle inside a theater, which Joe also didn't know. Did you know that? I knew that you can't whistle, and I can't I remember why that one is. But oh, I remember, I think of course, I could be making it up, and I'm going to look it up, of course, because I need my facts. Well, you know, because my most of my theater superstitions come from you. Remember Naif Catter? Yes, and so Naif was really steeped in all of that. A director and teacher, just for those. Yes, a director and teacher mm -hmm. that we both know from the University of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I mean, you from the Yukon Nutmeg Summer mm -hmm. Theater. And and, yeah. and and so, and he was like, he would make you feel like utter shit <laughs> if, you, if you came close to disobeying these rules oh, of the theater. Like, how dare you? Right, right. Um, you know, tempt fate. Right. But he's got a bit of a twinkle in his eye about it, too. Right. Like, you know, it wasn't Well, like superstitions are fun, too. I mean. But it was more of the, res I think it's the respect for the theater. Like, yep. if you if you were somebody that lives and dies for the theater, mm -hmm. then I think there's a, there's, there's, it's, that's what you're really saying with the superstition. It's like, I'm a fan. I'm mm -hmm. a fan of the theater. I believe in it. I, I cherish believe. the traditions of the theater. Right. And I'm not going to. Well, it's, oh, I think the whistling was because uh, the people who flew in the scenery would uh, originally, I think, use like whistles, certain amount of whistles. Oh, God. To, is that so right? If you, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you whistled, you could have a flat yeah. flying on it, the top it, of your <laughs> I don't know. That's I think great. I think it was. I love that. I think that's what it was. But there are a lot of great um, theater superstitions, and so when you think about that, so theater people are very superstitious by nature. Um, it's something you uh -huh. learn when you're learning the business. But people are in real life superstitious. I mean, you don't yes. realize they won't say certain things. They, they won't, you know, I used to not step on cracks on the sidewalk when I was a kid. Yep. Uh, I certainly still don't walk under ladders. Um, you know, if I see a black cat crossing my path, I, I'm, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it, it's silly, but it's it's kind of what you're talking about I, I think with it's Passover. All, it's our need yeah. for control. Right. I mean, I think that's religion is the same thing as a superstition. I mean, it's the need for control by, by def making up rules and definition for the way we should live. Mm -hmm. So superstitions are like, here's the set of rules, you know, you should obey. Don't do these things. Don't tempt fate right. because we don't believe we're in control ultimately. Mm -hmm. So therefore it'll, it makes us feel safer that if we follow a, a set of rule books or beliefs that then therefore we're safer. Mm -hmm. And I think it all comes out of that same place in our brains. Right. Right. Cause we ultimately don't have any control. I mean, right. I mean, we have some control, obviously, but 
but so but it's being okay with that right. right being okay that's the difference if you're okay with that i don't have control then you don't necessarily cling to beliefs you know superstitions right. and other beliefs but if you're worried that you don't have control then you might cling to things that make you feel better right but it's also like you know i mean because there is that superstition of don't walk under ladders i kind of go you know what? Why? Well, that makes I'm sense. just gonna not walk under that ladder. That seems to be a practical bit of uh, <laughs> of advice. Right. Right? I mean, like yeah, some of them are, obviously are, but you just kind of go, mm, yeah. Why? How about the black cat walking? That's what I in said. Your path? That's why I just I mean, said that's... that before. I'm like, if I see a black cat, I'll be like, mm-hmm. should I be paying attention to that? Because should you? Should, you never know. But why? Well, I think it has to goes. It goes back to witchcraft and familiars and and such. I believe, but um, uh-huh. well, I don't know. I, I just kind of it's interest. I find it more interesting than anything. And again, it's you know an interesting human. I can't see a thing. It's bad luck for the bride for the groom to see the bride before they get, yeah. get married. Yeah, all it's, that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's it. What other theater ones, oh, though? There, there are a million. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I actually, I, wrote, them, I wish I had pulled it up because I wrote, I am writing some of them in my theater book. Um, but, and I don't have them in front of me, unfortunately, but I'm going to pull up something right now. Let's see if we have theater superstitions. Um, there's a lot of them. Let's see. Well, break a leg, we all know. Um, let's see. I'm just looking here quickly. On uh, a, a bad dress rehearsal means oh, right, bad means a good show means the show will be a hit. Which uh, that's uh-huh. just that's not that's like it. If it rains on your wedding day, that kind of really ridiculous. You know. Right. Um, right. That's pumping yourself uh, up. Let's see, and then it's the opposite of denial. Right. That's yeah, just so you feel better. If it rains on your wedding day, um, right? The show will be blue. Blue should not be worn on stage. Do I not remember that? I don't know that. Wow. One. Is the, and is that a lighting uh, thing? Maybe. Is that because of lights? Maybe. Um, never light a trio of candles. That I've never heard of. I'm not even going to go to go down there. No. Um, turn on the ghost light before leaving the theater. Of course, right? We talked about that. Yeah. Never bring a peacock feather on stage. What what is this list? Um, mirrors on stage are bad luck. I, I didn't know that. Um, whistling backstage in a theater is considered a jinx. This we know. The whistling. Oh wait, I'm going to see why it says this. Um, theater scenery was manually lifted into the air by men hoisting out of ropes and a rigging system, and they would cue each other by whistling. Exactly. See, I was right. Ah, ee. Um, never beware of the ghost of David Belasco. Oh. oh, this is like a Broadway thing. Yes. Um, never give a performer flowers before a show. Huh. <laughs> uh, this is all very, this is very weird. This is, um, say, say break a leg instead of good luck, of course. Yes. Never say Macbeth in the theater. There you go. So there's some other ones here, but that, uh, those are only a few of them. Yeah. But that's interesting. Mm. Well, I like uh, just that 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 acknowledgement of the you know how we are so inherently superstitious as a as a mm-hmm. as a organism is just, right because none of the other animals probably I mean pretty sure they don't that have they any don't of that. have any of that no 
because they don't have thinking brains, which is why they don't have anxiety like we have anxiety. Well, I'm sure some people would say animals do have anxiety in some level, uh-huh. but it's a natural instinctual anxiety as opposed to a put upon anxiety by the perceptions of what we think our lives should be and how they're not. And so we get all crazy. Right. Crazy. Yes. Um, okay. So um, you are off to do what tonight? Where are you going to perform? I'm off to do. I'm going over to, there's an open mic at the Hollywood hotel here in Los Angeles oh, on Tuesdays no. and Thursdays. They do. We'll have a lovely open mic where it's uh um, just, it's, it's great. Cause you, you can sign up a little bit in advance when you get there and it, and it usually, it, they get through everybody pretty quickly Have you been and, there? um, yeah, many times. And, Ooh. uh, and so, and it's a good little room and a lot of people show up, which is nice. So if I get there early and sign up early in the list, it means that I'm going to have an audience to perform to, as opposed to if you get there too late and you're last on the list, then a lot of people have left by the time you get up. Mm. Um, Because there's no, I mean, it's nice if you hang out for a little while, but you know, and people ask that you stay, but everybody understands that. You don't. Why would you, why would you have to? Um, And so you're, you're trying out some new material there. I'm trying out some new material there so that I can feel good about when I go perform it tomorrow for a paying audience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an audience that pays in the two drink minimum in one of those shows. Right. So, but it's all, but um, you still have your regular stuff that you're going to do tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm going to try. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what I'm trying, I've got some stuff I've done before that still I'd like to, I think there's more to tease out of it, but now I've interlaced it with some new additional stuff um, and found maybe a How different way. It's only probably, I think about five. Um, five. I mean, that's all they're going to let Places me do Places in five and five minutes. Yes, five minutes. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. See, five minutes, places in five fishermen. It's going to go awesome. Don't worry about anything. If lightning you. strikes you, then it's okay. I love you. Yeah. And I'll come to your funeral. I think uh, it might, but I, I think I could get struck by lightning and I still may be fine. I think I might, I, <laughs> I think I just, my hair will be standing or maybe the rest of my hair well, will fall out or something, but right, I may survive right. it. It, it, you know what? And it actually may be good material. It would be really good material if you did get struck yeah. and then you kind of figured out how you can make it funny. Well, I just have this I'm image with you on it. Now, you know, my face is covered in black soot and my hair yes. is standing up. It's like, yes. that's my version of being struck by lightning. It's more it's of like a, a comic a cinematic version. Yes, absolutely. Right. It's a little comic, comic version cartoon. Yeah. There's with, nothing dangerous right. about it in my mind. S- smoke coming off right. of your skin. Yeah. Well, I hope that doesn't happen to you, Fishman. But if it does, again, I will be there and I will eulogize you in a How beautiful way. How freaked out will you be if oh, that's fuck. what happens? Like, okay, this will be amazing. Okay. <laughs> See, this is why you don't say Macbeth in the theater because I'm freaked out now because I'm superstitious. See, I just, I kind of, oh, Well, geez. I will text you when it's over. It'll okay. be in the middle of the night for you and your your time. But if you doesn't want, matter. or I can do it Saturday morning. Um, right. But I can just text you to tell you okay. that, that I'm still uh, on the planet. Okay, so. that that would be good because then I'm not going to know that it, when our next podcasting, if you don't show up for our podcast, I guess I'll, I'll assume then, that you're then gone. Then you'll know. You'll <laughs> know for sure. <laughs> oh, Fishman. Okay, well, I love you. Good luck with that. Yes, love um, you. Thank you're gonna you be... so much for this time. Oh, uh, sh- come on now. You rock. You're going to go out there. You're going to kill it tonight. And I can't wait to hear about uh, the plague that um, that Thank happens. You. 
Thank you, and good luck. And I hope your new your new organized space is going to keep inspiring you to do more writing it over is. the weekend. It is. It is. That's good. Yes. Thank you. And happy Passover. I say happy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Isn't okay. it? It's all happy and happy Easter, thank, too. Thank you. Yeah, I'll tell wish, the Easter we bunny. We wish each other happy things, and it's based on some terrible shit that went down historically. So that's but good. That putting is putting a positive spin on it. Yeah, that's true. Bad yeah. stuff, and now suddenly we're wishing people happy. Right. it's so bizarre life is weird so okay uh anyway and what now i like to say and And see